Everybody, welcome back to Han Talks First, the Star Wars podcast you're looking for. I'm Han, and I'm so glad you could join us today on a new date that we're doing the podcast now on Sunday, Star Wars Sundays. So I hope this works well for all of you. If you're joining us live, welcome. Glad you could join us today. We have a lot of fun things to talk about. Not much news, but I have some other things prepared that will give us a fun time. And uh, so, yeah, it's August 1st. We're in a new month of 2021. Good for some of you, might be bad for some of you, whatever the case may be. Maybe today you can take a little break and get away from it. We can take an hour or so and just talk about Star Wars and enjoy life for a little bit, which uh, I'm glad that we get to the chance to do that but yeah it's august 1st so make sure to pay your bills if you owe rent make sure you pay it today you don't want to forget that that's very important and then of course you know celebrate the first of august for those of you that follow me on social media yesterday was chris's birthday my girlfriend who is also the co-host from of this show from time to time and of course she does the marvel stuff on han talks first and uh thank you everyone who wished her a happy birthday she really enjoyed it. We we went to uh, we had we we basically ate food all day long. We went to a revolving sushi place, and then we went to Korean barbecue and spent over two hundred dollars on uh, Korean food, and it was oh, it was so worth it. It was so amazing. If you want to see any pictures or videos of that, you can check out the social media at Han Talks First. And uh, I got her a gift. Of course, duh. It was her birthday. But I got her tickets to California Adventure at Disneyland. And we'll be going on Wednesday. So I might have some extra stuff to talk about this week as well. uh, Since we'll get to see a bunch of the Disney stuff. And we'll get to see the new Disney or Star Wars trading post. That's at Downtown Disney. So I'll take video and picture and share with you guys. And maybe buy some more cool stuff. So that's what happened to me this weekend. I hope you guys had a great weekend. I'd love to hear about what you did, maybe what you saw, maybe you watched some Star Wars. We can all talk about that here today. So what are we talking about today? Like I said, there's not much news. So it's like, well, Han, what are we going to do? What are we going to talk about? So we're going to discuss the little bit of news that has come out about Joel Edgerton, the, of course, the actor who is going to be playing Uncle Owen in... Obi-Wan Kenobi. He came out and he said some uh, thoughts on the production of Kenobi. So we'll talk about what he said. And then we're also going to talk about, I'm sure you guys have heard about it. Lucasfilm hired a new visual effects artist. And it was actually someone who we talked about a long time ago on the show. Someone who did a reimagining of the deep fake of Luke Skywalker in the season two of the Mandalorian finale. So we'll talk about that. We'll show some of the picture here on screen. So if you're an audio listener, might want to consider heading over to the YouTube or the Twitch page 
and checking out some of the video that we're going to be sharing here today. Now, on top of that, I wanted to do something different, something a little fun today. Last week, which was a really fun show, I had a great time. There were a lot of comments made, a lot of jokes made about Mike Zero. And if you don't know who Mike Zero is, well, he is a Star Wars YouTuber and he makes like seven videos a day and it's all false fake news about Star Wars and about like production news and actors joining the cast and drama that's happening behind the scenes and all of it is not sourced it's 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 hyperbolic <laughs> fake Star Wars news so i thought it would be fun is if today we reacted to some Mike Zero videos. So we'll do that at the end. And hopefully you guys will find that entertaining. Hopefully we can find some really good, funny ones. So if you have any recommendations, throw them in the live chat. Um, and before we really get into the news, there was something I did want to mention. There's also been a lot of talk recently about where Star Wars is going in their storytelling. And there's a bunch of theories out there currently stating that they're going to try and reinvent the Heir to the Empire storyline. So Heir to the Empire came out in 1992, I believe. And it was a trilogy of books that, of course, debuted the character Thrawn, who is an excellent Star Wars villain. It also debuted Mara Jade in this series as well, of course, written by Timothy Zahn, who I would love to have on the show someday. He's a great writer. He still writes today for Star Wars. He's written like six books under the Disney umbrella. So anyway, a lot of people are thinking that they're going into that line of storytelling, kind of recreating that those themes from the books. And understandably so, because one, they're bringing Thrawn back and the Mandalorian and Ahsoka takes place in the time period after Return of the Jedi, which is also when Heir to the Empire took place. Um, I, however, don't believe that is what they're going to do mainly because it still revolves around the original three, Han Solo, Princess Leia, and Luke Skywalker. But there might be some elements that they're taking from that, such as Thrawn's leadership abilities. The basic vague gist of the Heir to the Empire novel is the Empire's dead. It's, it's, it's leaderless, but not factionless. And Thrawn, who was a high-ranking... Admiral under Emperor Palpatine decides to take control of what remains of the Empire and gallivants around the galaxy and tries to seize control. So that, that's a very basic gist idea of what happens. And I think we can definitely see that in the Ahsoka series. I mean, we saw it a little bit in Rebels. They kind of took ideas from the heir to the Empire as well. Um, now, however, there's so much more going on in those books, which we won't discuss today, maybe some other time. But it, it is an interesting theory to think that they're going to reimagine that for the Ahsoka series or more. Because we do know that Rebels ended where Thrawn and Ezra were shot into hyperspace somewhere in the unknown regions. Sabine and Ahsoka went to go hunt for them. And that's where we're at. And now they're going to show up in Ahsoka. I can't wait to see what happens. But I don't think they're going directly for the Aid of the Empire series. I think it's going to be a completely reimagined version of Thrawn. Yes, I think he will still be a threat. Yes, obviously, he still seizes somewhat of control over the galaxy, as we saw in The Mandalorian Season 2. 
but I think it's more underworld. I think it's more behind the scenes, like almost like a Darth Maul character. But anyway, I can't wait to see what happens with that. And relating back to that, it reminded me of the rise of Skywalker. And if we were going to see an heir to the empire remake, I think it would actually be more fitting if it took place after the rise of Skywalker. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, the ending of The Rise of Skywalker and the ending of Return of the Jedi are very similar. Also very different, but very similar in the way how it sets up the universe after the trilogy. So in Return of the Jedi, of course, they killed the Emperor, Empire, Emperor, excuse me, destroyed the Empire government system and blew up the second Death Star, etc. However, there were still many different regimes, mercenaries, stormtroopers, admirals things like that that were still around and we're still they still had a huge army and we're still kind of taking over the galaxy as much as they could trying to enforce we see a little bit of that in the mandalorian however it wasn't as overruled as it was when emperor palpatine was there because he had no succession plan now we get a little similarity to that in the rise of skywalker but actually more so because the first order was never destroyed in the sequel trilogy. Both of their leaders were decapitated, but the First Order still reigns. But Han, what about the ending when they blew up all the Death Star ships? No, (laughs) the Star Destroyer with the little Death Star cannon. That was a hidden army on the planet of Exegol. That wasn't the First Order. That was Palpatine's secret army that was planning for mass genocide amongst the galaxy. And so, yes, the the rebels they or the resistance, they killed all of them. But the First Order is still out there. And I think Pride was, of course, killed. I think Hux got killed as well. But I, I don't really remember. I don't remember much about that movie. <laughs> but basically what I'm saying is the First Order still is out there. And they still have a pretty good grasp on the galaxy and are probably causing havoc around the whole entire world. So I think if we were going to see an heir to the Empire, it would make sense if it took place after the rise of Skywalker. Uh, One second here. I'm just going to check my audio levels. Looks like we're good. Um, But basically what happens to a giant army when its leader is decapitated and the army is still there and... I think you can make for an interesting story. You know, we might see that in Rogue Squadron if it comes out after the Rise of Skywalker. That was just a quick theory I wanted to throw out there, something I was thinking about yesterday, and I thought it'd be interesting to poise onto you all. So if you have any thoughts about that, let me know. And of course, about the Heir to the Empire thing as well. Uh, before we get into the news again, normally we jump into Star Wars Replay like we do every week. However, I want to let everyone know I'm taking a break from Star Wars Replay from that segment of the show. It may seem like a really easy thing to put together, but I also add video and I put it on all the social media platforms and it does take a long time for me to do, especially looking up all the dates and stuff. So I'm taking a break. It will come back uh, when I have a little bit more time. Uh, Just right now, Star Wars Replay will be put on a pause. So hopefully it'll come back really soon. But until then... Uh, we're just going to discuss news and main topics from, from here on out for just a little bit. So let's jump into the news here. So like I said, we're talking about Joel Edgerton. Of course, the actor who played Uncle Owen in or Owen Lars 
in the prequels in Re- Revenge of the Sith and also in going to be playing it in Obi-Wan Kenobi. So he was on a press tour for the Green Knight, which he's also in. And of course, he was asked about Kenobi and he shared some thoughts there. So let me pull up the quote here. He said, I am unable to d- discuss the series and potentially totally as in the dark as you are. We all know that the universe of Star Wars is on a serious lockdown. Part of the reason for that is that people don't want the stories to be spoiled before they come out. The great thing about Star Wars fans are they are the creators of the next Star Wars universes. And I think that's whoever's creating these things are creating them with the fans in mind, knowing that they hold the keys to the universe. To deviate too far from what you might expect could mean death by lightsaber. And yet, to not introduce surprises within that mix is death to creativity. Now, Joel Edgerton is a great creator. He's a great director, obviously a great actor. I highly recommend checking out his directorial debut, The Gift. And that, I think it's available on Netflix, which you can check out too. But he's a great director. He's a great visionary. And he understands story. And I could see that coming from his quote, which he shared on the press tour for The Green Knight. And I saw The Green Knight, actually, yesterday. That's one thing that Chris wanted to do for her birthday. So we watched The Green Knight. He was great in it. The Green Knight is great. It's a good movie. So if you're considering seeing that, it's an adventure tale. Obviously, it takes place in medieval times. It's a King Arthur myth. Uh, it's It was a good movie, a solid movie. I highly recommend checking it out. And I realize there is some video latency, but you let me know if there's an audio problem coming up too, and I will try and fix it as best I can. So basically he's saying he might be in the dark just as much as we are for Obi-Wan Kenobi, which is kind of cool because it lessens the risk of them leaking something about the story. But he also said something really important, too, which I thought we should keep in mind, is that he seems to think that this story is being told for the fans and with the fans in mind, which brings me so much comfort because I really didn't feel that in the sequel trilogies as much as I thought that we would. So to get that from one of the actors involved made me really happy. I also, however take from this quote that we won't be seeing too much of Owen Lars in Kenobi, mainly because obviously he seems to think he's in the dark on this series. So it leads me to believe that maybe he's not in it too much to understand really what is going on. However, I do think he is. I cannot wait. I think he's going to do a fantastic job and I can't wait to see what happens with it. Um, I'm going to take a quick second here to fix my camera. So bear with me, guys. Just one second. Un momento, por favor. I don't know what is going on, but for the past couple weeks here, I have been having camera issues. Okay, let's see if this one works. Can you all hear me? Can you all see me? Okay, I think my video went away for good now. Hold on. Uh, People in the chat, can you hear me? Can you see me? Okay, I got some people saying they can hear me. Uh, But the video is lagging. So, you know what? We'll just try and make it through. We'll see what happens. But I think it'll catch up at some point. So, that's it for the Joel Edgerton Obi-Wan Kenobi news.
The other little thing I wanted to talk about was this this uh, YouTuber who was hired by Lucasfilm to join their company and work on some visual effects for future projects. And this I thought was some pretty cool news. And I'm going to pull up some of his video so we can take a look at it and talk about why he was hired. Now, the YouTuber... His name is Shamook, I think. I think that's how you pronounce it. I have never seen this YouTuber before. Uh, never heard of it, but we have seen it before. Obviously, they are famous for doing a bunch of Star Wars uh, deep fakes, uh, or other people would say fixing the deep fakes. And today we're talking specifically about this Luke Skywalker one, which is the reason why they were hired to join Lucasfilm. Now, a lot of people did try and, quote, fix the Luke Skywalker uh, deepfake because a lot of people said it was bad, understandably so. I mean, yes, it wasn't as great as some of the other Star Wars CGI faces we've seen, but it was still I, th I think it was still good. It was still good quality. And we also talked about how the Corridor crew, who is another VFX channel, did a, a remake or a, a deep a re-deep fake of it. And theirs is pretty cool too. I still prefer the ILM version over Corridor Cruise. But taking a look at Shamook's version, the face is very clean. And it looks more like Mark Hamill did back in the 70s and 80s than the original one did. And I think the main difference there is because rather than working on a blank slate like Lucasfilm did, Shamook got the opportunity to work on material that had already been worked on by Lucasfilm. So he kind of had a little bit of an advantage there, but it nonetheless, it still looks fantastic. It does look a lot better than the original, especially in the eyes. You know, a lot of people say when you're doing VFX, your focus should be on the eyes and on the mouth. And if we look at this, uh, deep fake done by Shamook. The eyes are very well done, very convincing. It looks very real. However, I would suggest that the mouth gives it away that it is a deep fake. The mouth in the recreated version moves very unanimated like. But the mouth in the Lucasfilm version, I think, actually fits a lot better. Now, of course, that's just an opinion. You know, that. I don't know anything about VFX, but that's just something I noticed. So if I had to choose, I would actually choose the Lucasfilm version over the deepfaked version. Now, deepfake and what Lucasfilm was doing, was, it's a little bit different of a concept. You know, there, it's, it's two different types of technology being used. So it's a little unfair to kind of compare the two. But it's still fun to talk about and look at. And I think Shamook did a great job. The biggest takeaway from this story, of course, is that a YouTuber was hired. That YouTubers are just as talented as real effects people or real podcasters, things like that. So it's good for the community for us to get that kind of attention. Anyway, that was a bit of the news uh, for today. Uh, Shamook and the Joel Edgerton comments, which are pretty great stuff. So... Uh, I'm going to head over to the chat, see what you guys are saying. And then we're going to do some uh, Mike Zero reaction videos, which I think could, I think they could be kind of fun. So 
let's uh let's give it a look here and see what you guys are saying what's up four-legged gamer and hello max good to see you guys here uh hello to the people watching on twitch as well if you guys are there um by the way we're going to be starting the facebook stream as well so currently we're just on youtube and twitch but we'll be adding facebook again so don't worry we will be back uh sunday's a date i don't understand what you mean four-legged gamer sunday's a date oh you just shot me a text okay i will check it out later vin diesel cast it as vader are you messing with me or is this real let me go check it out let me see what you were saying oh no i guess you're just being funny i haven't heard anything about vin diesel as vader but that's pretty funny um I think it would be interesting if after episode nine, the first order falls into a civil war within the first order. I think it's very possible, especially if there are different leaders trying to um, gain ownership over whatever factions remains. Uh, I think that'd be really cool too. I was never a fan of the first order, but I do think there's a story to tell. It might not be a story I would want to watch, but I think there's a story to tell. Um, Okay, cool. So I think I'm just going to move on to this Mike Zero stuff and we'll give it a shot and see if this works out. So let me share my screen and let's see if this if this works or not. So I have pulled up the Mike Zero YouTube page. I haven't watched a Mike Zero video in a really long time. So <laughs> Let's look at the titles here and see what is very interesting. For the audio, audio listeners, you don't need to see video. There, it's not important, so you can stick around. We're basically just going to be listening to how insane these theories are and just kind of have fun, laugh at it, you know, <laughs> enjoy it for a little bit. So let's see. John Favreau responds to changing Star Wars forever. Get ready for this. Star Wars Explained. Oh, here's another one. Lucasfilm just rehired Daisy Ridley now. <laughs> this is huge. Let's start with this one because that's obviously not real. <laughs> Lucasfilm rehires Daisy Ridley. So let me unmute this. I'm going to put headphones in so we can better, so I can hear it with you guys. So one second. Let me know if you guys can hear that. Actually, I don't think you guys can hear that. Can you? Let's see here. What is going on? Can you guys hear that okay? I can hear it on my phone on the stream, so I guess that means you guys can hear it. So let's let's give it a shot. Let's see what happens. End of the Mandalorian season two finale. A lot of fans have been very much invested in what John Favreau and Dave Filoni are about to unveil. Oh, have we? When it comes to all of their new Star Wars projects and exactly what's in store. For the Mandalorian season three. What is in store, this Mike? Is Mike Zero. Make sure to subscribe if you're new to the channel for future Star Wars material. Also, if you guys would like to go ahead and check me out at Mike Zero One on Twitter, you can go ahead. Okay, this is just projects like the Ahsoka series, the Mandalorian season two, or should I say three and four? A lot of things are being done right now, currently for the book of Boba Fett as they enter post production. So they really do have a lot on their plate. Ever since Mando season two came to an end, back of course in the end of 2020. 
So when we examine what George, John, and Dave are up to, given that, yes, they are working together as a team, a lot of... Okay, you know what, everybody? I'm having too many technical problems. So I think we're going to have to cancel this today. I don't, I'm not sure what is going on. Uh, my camera keeps cutting out, and I'm having a bunch of issues on my end with latency. My, uh, my upstream is really low. Um, damn, I'm sorry, everybody. Um, this obviously will not be posted to the audio platform either. So anyway, uh, really sorry about this. I'm not sure what is happening. I'll try and fix it and maybe do another stream later. Like I said, I'm going to Disneyland this weekend and might have some more content to discuss there. So we'll try. We'll try again. Sorry about this, everybody. Um, I will see you all very soon and hopefully it'll be a lot better of a show then. Um, but if you are new here, and want to see better videos, subscribe. That means you want to see it. <laughs> Lost a lot of subscribers this week. I have no idea why. Um, whenever I post uh, really positive videos, they usually, I usually lose subscribers because of that. Um, anyway, thanks for joining me. I will still... Oh, thank you for saying it's still a great stream. I appreciate that. Um, I got to fix my, my camera. I got to fix my stuff. So anyway, everybody, I hope you have a really great week. I hope I can see you soon, properly, and um, we'll come back. We'll come back really soon. All right, everybody. Have a good rest of your day. I'll see you soon. Metaphors, bewitch you. So who talks first? You talk first. I talk first. <laughs>